three. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of I Thought You'd Never Ask the Podcast. We are finally back for the Christmas episode. You guys, I have on for you guys my best outfit for you on the video outfit. Um, Today's episode, we're going to be talking about a few things related to Christmas. You already know what the vibe is. But um, I also wanted to give kind of like a Christmas message. Now, I may not be the queen, but I think I am the representative of GeoNation. So I will be giving you guys my story with Christmas, why I hated Christmas for so long, why I maybe don't hate it anymore, and just some words of love and advice for you all. So without further ado, let's get right on into it. And this year, we're going to talk about presents. So when it comes to presents, I like to think of myself as a particularly simple person. I don't really want a lot for Christmas, but the one thing that I want for sure this year is professionalism. Now, y'all, let me tell you. So as I've mentioned in the past couple of episodes, I started substitute teaching as my second job. And basically the way that the system operates is you go on your phone, you pick up a shift, basically like the, the school or the county will put the absences on an app and basically like an uber you pick it up and say yes i am available to work this day so this will happen to me on wednesday because i finished work on wednesday and i was like oh actually did i have to work on wednesday no it was on tuesday this happened to me on wednesday so on tuesday i finished work and i was like okay i'm not going to be working at my first job anymore for the week so let me pick up a shift for tomorrow okay i finished working 10 minutes after i finished working i find the perfect shift i accept it 10 minutes later, they take me off of the schedule because they're like, oh, we don't need you anymore. I'm like, okay, at least you guys did it quickly. So I wait hours and hours and hours to wait for something that's going to be like good enough for me to take like within distance because it's important to know that this day I also had an appointment like right after school was over. So I was like, okay, whatever. Like I'll just wait. 9 p.m. rolls by. I'm eating dinner. I get a notification that there's new jobs available. I accept one for the next day. For a school that's like 15 minutes away from me, okay, fine, perfect, hot diggity dog. It's an elementary school, so it'll be like 8 something in the morning where I have to report. <clears throat> me, I take one hour to get ready. So if I take an, so if the school starts at 8.20 and I need to be there at 8, I need to be up at at least 7. But it takes 20 to 30 minutes to get there in the morning depending on traffic. So worst comes to worst, I wake up at 6.30 and that's exactly what I do. I get up, drive to the place, there's hella traffic and I finally make it. I introduce myself, I sign in, everything, okay, everything's fine. So I asked two students to show me to where the classroom is because I was a substitute, this, da, 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 da. As I'm getting there and I try to open the door, the teacher that I'm supposed to be covering shows up and she's like, oh, I'm here. So we go down to the front office and yada, yada, yada. They made a mistake and I got chopped off the fucking schedule for the whole day. I was supposed to be working a full day and I was like, fuck, what the hell am I going to do now? These people just sent me home. So I drive 20, 25 minutes back home. And I'm like, okay, I'm gonna accept another shift. So then, as I accept another shift, I'm like, okay, like I think it was like 10 in the morning at this point. My next shift was at 11. I was like, okay, I'm gonna go right now to the next shift and it'll be a half day, but whatever, like I'm still working, I'm still making something. I get to the school, I sign in, they're very nice to me. They tell me these are the procedures, take attendance, da 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 da. I go to the room and the teacher is there once again. And she's like, oh, I don't need you. So she calls the office in front of me and cancels me. I get chopped again. You notice I get chopped again. So I go to the office and it was this whole thing because apparently I was not supposed to be taken off the schedule. They were going to figure it out. Whatever, whatever. I go back on Thursday to the same place because that was when the absence was actually needed. So I took it, whatever I worked, everything was fine and dandy. Fast forward to yesterday, Friday. I'm recording this Saturday, the day before that is going to go up. So you're going to be watching this on Christmas Eve. 
So I booked a Groupon to go to the dealership, to the Toyota dealership to get an oil change and a tire rotation. I needed it. My car was telling me, bitch, fix me, fix me. So I wanted to fix it. They told me two, three hours. Okay. I wait two hours. They call me. They give me a three, a $3,700 estimate for work that I know my car doesn't need because all of those things I fixed recently. So whatever. They call me. They're like, oh, your car is ready. I took my dad with me because I'm not car savvy. So I was like, you know what? He doesn't have anything to do. Let's go together. So after waiting two hours, they bring out my car and my dad's like, wait, they didn't do the tire rotation, did they? So I go back to the service operator, whatever. And I'm like, hey, just to be sure what I paid for included a tire rotation, right? She's like, yeah, 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 of course. Why something happened? I was like, oh yeah, they didn't do the tire rotation. So I paid for a service and they were going to, yeah, let me tell you, I was ready to go. I was ready to go. So whatever, we have to take it back. I have to wait another hour. I had to wait three to four hours just to, for them to perform the service that I paid for originally. Whatever, we made it back home. Literally, what a hectic ass week. And y'all know Christmas tends to be a very trying time for me. And I will talk about the story later. But y'all, what I want for Christmas, not this year. It's already too late for them to give it to me this year. What I want for Christmas next year is professionalism. Y'all, if you tell me that you're going to do something, stick by your word. And if you're not going to do it, tell me so I know. Tell me so I know. And it's not really so much about like, oh, you're playing with my money. Because like, whatever, like I already work, like I'm going to get paid regardless. You're playing with my time. And I feel like when you play with somebody's time like that, it's like, damn, like you really don't respect me like that. It's like, like, yes, I agreed to come and do this job for you. And you're just going to take me off the schedule. Like, like, like nothing happened when it was you that made the mistake. And now you're trying to lie to me in my face and tell me that it wasn't there. Uh Uh-uh, no, ma'am. And on the other side, if I'm paying... For a service, I oh I didn't pay top dollar because I did get a good deal on the Groupon. But if I'm allegedly paying top dollar because they don't know how much I paid, if I'm allegedly paying top dollar to come to the best place to get the best service, why are you not gonna do it? Why are you not gonna do it? Now, y'all, I understand that mistakes happen, and especially at this time of year, mistakes happen all the time. But y'all, it was too much for me. It was just thing back to back to back to back to back to back, and I was like, yo, what the fuck? Yo, what the fuck? Like y'all really trying me for real? Like. Uh uh-uh, uh, uh uh. One thing about me, the same way that I hold people to be like professional with me, I will always and 110% be professional with people when I am in the situation that they're in. So I don't want you guys to be like, oh, like you're just complaining, but you wouldn't do the same. No, I will not do the same, actually. I, I would do things or I would try to atone for things if I was the one that ended up making the mistake. But now to, t- to take the conversation away from me and not talk about what I want, I want to talk about what I gave this year. So this year I actually gave so many amazing gifts and I don't want to say like amazing, like, oh, I'm tuning my own horn, but I think I really got everybody in my life, especially like in Secret Santa and just the gifts that I got all of my family members. I really did get everybody something that was meaningful to them or something that was relevant to them because Lord knows nobody wants to receive a gift that they know they're not going to use. And obviously like from firsthand experience, I know that when I receive a gift that I'm not particularly like too hot about, I still appreciate it because you took the time out of your day to look for something or to go shopping and you spent your hard earned money on me. And this year I made sure to do the same, but y'all, I w- normally I do like $20, $25 a person because I don't make that much money to be gifting people like that. But this year my average was $40 and I think I gave like, like 10 people a gift, but on the flip side, I did make a, sorry, I did make a lot of like good progress on my gifts because I feel like for some people I did spend a little bit more money, but then for others, I was able to be a little bit more resourceful and still get them very good, high quality gifts. 
and just for a lesser price but still my average was about $40 per person I think my list was 10 people so this where the fuck did I get $400 to spend on gifts but I think the reason why I didn't feel the $400 in just one fell swoop is because I think I start I started my Christmas shopping last month you guys I one thing about me if you stay ready you ain't gotta get ready so I take that shit to the fucking heart so I was ready and another thing about getting Christmas presents is that it's like you know like when you're like obviously like when you're older and you start making your own money it's like you really buy yourself like everything that you want like do you ever feel like oh like maybe I shouldn't buy myself something because what if somebody gets me this for Christmas and then one of us has to return it like I was thinking that this year, I don't think there's any overlap because this year, everybody just kind of knew what they were going to get me. And they're like, okay, I got you your gift. So I didn't end up buying anything that I was like explicitly saying like, oh my God, I would love to get this book or this game or like this shirt. I would really love this. Like I made sure not to say any of those things, but hey, you never know. So now that we have that out of the way, let's talk about our next topic, which is my favorite Christmas blank. So my favorite Christmas movie. And my favorite Christmas song because these are very contentious things. So I'm gonna start with the music first because the movies, like, I don't really watch that many holiday themed movies, but we'll get to that eventually. So to start off with the music, the best and my personal favorite Christmas song ever is Last Christmas by Wham. Name a better Christmas song. I'm, I'm gonna give you a moment to name a better Christmas song. You can't name a better Christmas song. I don't care if you just wanna say Michael Bublé, flop. Brenda Lee rocking around the Christmas tree, flop. Elvis Presley, Flop, flop as fuck. We, uh-uh, let me not get into that one. But Wham, it's Last Christmas. Y'all, what, is there a better song? First of all, it's one of the best songs ever made, period. But for Christmas songs, like, it's just a certain perfection to it that you can listen to it again and again and again. It's a timeless song. And it's like, for something that is so, like, when you take it away from, like, the Christmas song, it's like such an 80s song. But when you put it all together, it's like, damn, like, this is really like the greatest to ever do it. Like y'all, they really can't do anything better than that. So that is my number one. My number two, I'm going to be a little basic and say all I want for Christmas is you by Mariah Carey. Y'all know I am part of the Lamely Down. I finished her book. It was real cute, real nice. I really did like the book. And honestly, like you have to really give her her props because in a time where you really like when you really look at like the music landscape at the time that all I want for Christmas for you is you was released nobody was making original christmas songs it was kind of seen as like a career not career suicide but like a career like a momentum shifter when you were making a christmas album so early on into your career but child one thing about mariah carey she does not give a single fuck and she did it and honestly one of the most successful christmas songs of all time one of the most fresh christmas songs of all time like you could really tell that that was the song that she always wanted to hear when she was a little girl which honestly it's such a sweet thing to hear and a sweet like thing to know the story behind the song. So that is my number two favorite Christmas song. And my number three favorite Christmas song, this is more of a deep cut, is My Gift to You by Alexander O'Neill. Now, last year when I was in my car and listening to Hot 105 when I was doing my Christmas shopping, I heard the song and I was just like, oh, oh my God, what is this song? Y'all, My Gift to You by Alexander O'Neill. I don't know how many monthly listeners he has on Spotify, but I know that he has a good amount. That song is just so, so, so good. Like, I don't even know how to describe it. Like, you really have to listen to that song and be like, oh, like, he knows what he's talking about. Like, that song is just so, so good. And apart from those three, I really don't have any, like, Christmas songs in my rotation. Like, I don't listen to Michael Buble, Brenda Lee, Elvis Presley, 
the Kelly Clarkson, Pentatonics, even though Pentatonics have become Christmas artists, which is kind of crazy to see their trajectory, but that's a story for another day. And in terms, and like when I say that, um, I don't really like Halloween themed music. I don't like Fourth of July. Like I don't like holiday themed music. I don't like music that's commonly associated with holidays, except these three Christmas songs. Like, bitch, I couldn't give a less of a fuck about the Monster Mash, Born in the USA by Bruce Springsteen. What's the other one that's like I'm proud to be an American? Where <clears throat> that one? Y'all know, y'all know that one. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Y'all like I don't know. To me, it just seems like there's so many other songs that are so, like, evocative of the holidays and the feelings that the holidays are supposed to give that we're really going to go for something so on the nose, like, born in the USA for 4th of July. Mm. But then again, like, I have to remember that when it comes to marketing, you really do want to, comp. like, I feel like when people say, like, the lowest common denominator, it sounds like you're kind of, like, degrading the person that you're marketing to. And sometimes the people that are trying to sell you stuff do not give a single fuck about you. But I guess in this case, when it comes to music... Like, the whole point of music, and especially for holidays, is to bring people together. So what easier way to bring people together that were born in the USA on the day of independence of the USA than to sing Born in the USA? I really don't know why I stopped talking after just saying that. But moving on to my favorite Christmas movies, I don't really, like, can I can't really think of any Christmas movies outside of my head that I'm like, oh my god, every year I have to watch these. Um, I tried watching Jim Carrey's The Grinch the other day because I just finished watching The Truman Show, like rewatching it recently, which by the way, that is such a good movie. That is probably one of my new favorite movies of all time. If I ever see it at the thrift store, like the DVD, I am 110% going to buy it because that movie is so good, so refreshing, and you really don't get these type of concepts that we see anymore, like, <clears throat> sorry, we really don't see these concepts anymore that we used to see in 90s filmmaking, and honestly, before. And I'm sure that we still do with like studios like A24 and stuff like that, but they're not as like widespread or like mainstream as something like The Truman Show was. So that was a very good movie. So I was like, okay, I'm going to watch The Grinch Who Stole Christmas, the Jim Carrey version. Y'all, I don't know if it was because I was tired that day. This was the day that, um, this was the day that I got canceled at those three different schools and I was like up and down the town all day. And I, I guess I was just exhausted because I was just like driving all day and in the car and I was like, fuck, like this is so exhausting. I sat down and knocked out. Like, I didn't know what happens in the movie, but I was knocked out. Now, I don't know if that's, like, the fan favorite one or maybe, like, the animated one is better. I don't know. Tomorrow's Christmas Eve, so I might just wake up and watch the True Stoke Christmas. You already know. You already know how it is. But it's just one of those things that I've never, like, been able to get into it. I love the picture of the Grinch where he's, like, and his, like, ears curl up. I think that is such a good picture, and I love that picture. I love, I love the Grinch. I love the Grinch. I really do love the Grinch, like, as a character. And I don't know. It's just one of those Christmas classics that's like, what would Christmas be like if we didn't have the Grinch? And on the other side, I feel like the one Christmas movie that I could watch again and again and again is Home Alone, but the first one. Not the second or the third. They're both good, but like the first one, there's just something about it that's so like cool. And I, I remember as a kid wanting to like have the opportunity to make all those traps and stuff like that. So it's just one of those things where it's like every year, if Home Alone's on the TV, you're watching Home Alone. Don't play. You are watching Home Alone. Now, I don't really know of, like, any other, like, Christmas, like, media that I like to consume. Like, I don't read any Christmas books. Like, I don't really do, like, Christmassy-themed read-a-thons like people on BookTok and BookTube do. I don't know. In terms of Christmas, I've always been, like, very uninvolved. I just I just love the gifts, y'all. Like, let me be for real. I just love the gifts. But I don't know. Like, maybe in terms of, like, Christmas media, I'm not too crazy. But when I love something Christmas, maybe I love something Christmas. <laughs> 
Now, when it comes to loving Christmas, nobody hates Christmas more than me. What how's that for a juxtaposition? So when I tell people that I don't necessarily like Christmas, they always look at me like, what? Like, why don't you like Christmas? And honestly, it's a much longer story than I ever feel comfortable telling someone like the first time that I mentioned I don't like Christmas. Because like when people are like, oh, are you excited for Christmas? Or like, are you excited for the holidays? The answer for me, at least recently, has always been no. And like I said, the answer is very like long winded. And I was going to write it down and like tell the whole story. And I will tell the whole story. But something about writing it down, I just feel like I would become so much more like hesitant to really like tell the story and like how the events that have happened in my life surrounding Christmas, how all of those things have like affected me to this day. So I'm not even going to try all of that. So I'm just going to start with Christmas in 2019 was something that was completely unexpected for me in the sense that like everything was fine and then it wasn't. And when I tell you that everything was fine and it wasn't, my world completely fell apart after that day. Like, there's no words to describe, like, just how 180 everything became that day. Like, and I really did feel the lasting effects of that first bad Christmas, like, for many years to come. Not necessarily this year, because I feel like I've definitely moved on from that and healed from the events of that day. But <clears throat> it's still something that you don't necessarily forget. And it's one of those things that... That one was kind of like the worst one for me emotionally because you never think that something bad is going to happen to you on the day that things are supposed to be good until it does. Now, I don't necessarily want to give specific details about what it is that happened just because like I don't think that there's any need to like there's no reason for you to know. But just know that <clears throat> the things that happened, the events that transpired that night, which looking back, they're just so wild completely like ruined me and the relationships that I had with almost everybody around me even though they were not part of the things that happened to me that night like you guys like I remember the day after that Christmas just being like what the hell is going on and it wasn't until a week later like right before New Year's 2020 which of course has had to happen to me right before fucking 2020 in the pandemic but like right before that it really did hit me and I feel like that was one of the first times like when I was like older or like I guess like more mature like my first time as a teenager because I was 15 in 2019 in December of 2019 I was 15 in the time which as we go along you're gonna be like how crazy it was that you were 15 and experiencing all of these things that was one of the first times that I ever really like broke down and I did not see a way out of the situation like when I tell you guys that I broke down you guys I was nothing after that day like after that day like everything around me just crumbled and while things were bad before the pandemic once the pandemic started when i was alone and i couldn't really see anybody or get out of the circle that i was in i was just like yo like i really am nobody and this is a feeling that i would never wish on anybody to feel but i was so sad and anxious and depressed like after that first bad Christmas, like, and when I tell you bad, I don't mean like, oh, like something went wrong. Like I'm telling you guys, like my entire life fell apart that day. And it's just one of those things where I was like, who am I anymore? Like after this day, like everything that I thought that I was working towards, everything that I had based my life upon, like so much of what I based my belief systems on was just completely stripped away from me. And I felt so alone and I felt like, I'm just going to say, I literally, I really did hate myself. 
And I was just like, if I could have a time machine and go back and do everything completely different and just to avoid everything that happened that night, I would take it. And if you ask me the same question now, like, would you avoid it and do things differently knowing what you know now? I would still take it. And by me saying that I've healed and moved on and saying that I would still take the opportunity does not mean that I haven't healed. It would just mean that it would save me so much pain and like anguish that if you tell me you want a time machine right now, you tell me why I'm filming this podcast, this podcast will never go up. I would take the time machine and go back and do everything completely differently. And so obviously when the pandemic started, like I was like just the effects of that first time were like really getting to me. I felt really lonely. I started to eat like crazy and I ne- and I didn't know until after I had gotten away from the situation that when you are experiencing depression and anxiety, the hunger receptors in your body are messed up times 10, right? And so because I felt like I didn't want to be around anybody because my relationships were so strained, I would wait for everybody to go to sleep in my house, go downstairs to the living room, turn on the TV, and I would literally go into like my counters and like my cupboards and stuff And I would eat so, so, so much. Like, I would literally eat three meals in one sitting and just binge and binge and binge. And I didn't think anything of it because I still had, like, that sense of, like, oh, like, nothing's going to happen to me because I still saw myself physically how I did before all of this happened. And you guys, like, the subsequent weight gain and the continued, like, depression and anxiety honestly brought me down so much. Like, so, so, so much. And it wasn't until like the, I think like a few weeks before I started my junior year of high school, which was the year that everybody was online and nobody was like, it was literally all virtual school. Like I remember, and I'm going to tell the story like completely, I'm not going to hold back because I feel like if I hold back that I'm doing a disservice to myself and to everybody listening. So I was on Netflix one night and I was like, you know what? I was like looking for something because one of the things that the depression did to me, like I could not watch a movie which is something that I had liked so much and I wanted to be a director and everything. And to that point, I had fallen so out of love with it that every time I would watch a movie, I would literally go to my room or to the bathroom or whatever and just start crying and crying and crying and crying because the movie would distract me for like an hour, an hour and a half. And then I would go back and be like, wow, I still hate myself. Like I'm going to die and I'm going to be nobody and I'm going to be nothing. And I am nothing. And it would just hurt so bad. So one day I was on Netflix and I was like, you know what? I still want to watch something and I turned on The Karate Kid. And one thing about me, I don't finish movies in one sitting. You tell me, oh, the movie's an hour and a half, that's three days. No shade, that is three days. So I started watching the movie and then I think I was falling asleep so I just turned it off and I was very interested. And normally if you knew me at the time, you would know that that's not the type of movie that I would gravitate towards. But whatever, I finished the movie. I finished the movie like the next day and I think like the sun was sitting outside and the sun set on me while I was watching the movie. And when the movie ended, something about the story just clicked in me and I started bawling my eyes out so much because I was like, I want to live. I want to be somebody like I want to do like I want to do so many great things. Like I need to get out of this hole. So after that point, like even though I was dealing with so much up until that point after that hole, like I was going down, 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 down. And then I was like, okay, we're going to plateau and then I'm going to find a way out of the situation that I'm in. So whatever, fast forward a few months, like everything is going good. Like I'm working on my mindset. I'm reading like religious, like I was never religious before, but I was trying to find answers, like spiritual answers within religious, like theory. So I was looking through that. I was looking at mindset things. I was really cleaning up my relationship with social media. So everything was going good. And then Christmas 2020 comes around. And a few days before Christmas, 
we go from here to this plateau that you're seeing on screen right now, even lower. And the reason for that is I was involved in a car accident like three days before Christmas and three days before I was supposed to go on a road trip to North Carolina. So after that car accident, I'm not going to go into the details of that either because I don't like I've moved on from it. But just the things that happened happened. I don't think it's a bad thing to talk about them. So I was involved in a car accident. And what happened after that degraded everything that I was trying so hard to like find a point of re-entry to. It degraded all of those things even further. And I remember going on that trip and like listening to music in the car or in my room or things like that. And I would just be like, wow, like everything in my life is just getting worse. Every Like my relationships with my family and my friends were being degraded because I was just so sad and in such a hole that I was like, what the fuck? How am I ever going to get out of this like... I would think to myself, all oh, the people around me, they don't, they like, they don't love me. They would rather, they would so much rather be with other people's kids than be with me because like, they don't like me. Like, why would they like me? Like, I'm ugly. Like, I like, if I don't like myself, why would anybody else like me? And it was just such a dark place for me to be in. Like, I remember I would break down so much more. I would break down less, but I would have those thoughts with me all the time. So much so to the point where I didn't want the time machine anymore. I wanted to lay down next to a tree and be sucked up into the earth. It was that bad, you guys. It was so, so bad and so, so sad and so, so dark that I would literally like think to myself, like, if I could just sit down and go to sleep right now, I would go to sleep forever and just watch the world pass me by. I would have much rather watched the world pass me by than continue on in the mental state that I was in. And it was so, so bad, so much so to the point that when I was learning how to drive at that time, anytime I would go out, I would think to myself, something's going to happen to me that I'm not going to make it back. And that would cause me so much anxiety, like so much so that if you told me, oh, we're going to go to Walmart and we went to Walmart, we went to Target, I would have a panic attack. It was just so, so bad. And it was just things that, again, would stem from Christmas that it got to the point where I just associated every year and every Christmas as bad. And I was like, you know what? Like something already happened to me the past two years. What's going to happen in year three? So fast forward to year three I started my senior year of high school I was still very sad but I had a dream and this dream when I tell you guys it changed my life because in this dream I was like a detective of some sort but I started talking to this anthropomorphic like creature it was like a person but it had like a skeleton like a deer skeleton on its head and I remember this random ass figure told me that the answers to everything that I wanted like the answers to like all this peace and this clarity that I wanted the answers to everything was outside of what I already knew. And at that point, I didn't think anything of it, but I'll get to the point in this, like, I'll get to the point in the story, like, eventually. So, um, when senior year started, like, I was still very sad. I was very overweight, like, unhealth. <coughs> Sorry. Normally, I don't talk about my weight and stuff, like, publicly, but I was so overweight that I was having blood pressure problems at 17. At 17, mind you, all of these things happened at ages 15 and 16. So at age 17, I was having... You guys, suddenly the camera stopped recording because I think I reached a max of 30 minutes. But anyway, as I was saying, I was having high blood pressure problems at 17. I would wake up, go to the doctor, have anxiety. All of these things were not helping me. I was literally like... I was... My mental was so bad that it manifested physically that I was literally doing me harm. It was doing, it was so much so to the point where they're like, 
oh, like, if you come back, you're going to have to go get an EKG and an electro. Like, you're going to have to do all of these tests and we're going to have to put you on the special diet because, like, this is not normal. This is not healthy. Like, maybe it's your thyroid. Maybe it's this. Maybe it's that. And I was just like, what the fuck is going on? So, like I said, I had this dream that it told me, you know what? You have to go out. And I was like, what the fuck? It felt so, so, so real, you guys. Like, so, so, so real. So, I was like, fuck. Like, I need to do something. So, I was like, you know what? I'm going to join a sport. I'm going to join a sport. I've never been the type of person that when people see me, they're like, oh, you look athletic. Like, you must do sports. Like, this and that. As a matter of fact, people thought the complete opposite. People, we're not going to get into that right now. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to do a sport. I'm going to join a sport. I'm not going to say, ah, I could. But, like, we'll get there eventually, you guys. Like, this, the story is just, like, it's a lot for me. Okay? So, I was, and I was also, like, struggling with the fact that, like, at the same time when my health was declining, I felt that now that I was finally back in school for my senior year, everybody that I had been friends with before, like, all of these things had happened to me had changed and moved on so much and done so many things that teenagers were supposed to be doing and enjoying that I felt very lonely and I felt like, okay, like, everybody's left me behind. Like, I have to figure something out for myself. And eventually, I did the sport that I ended up joining. I ended up joining the wrestling team at my school. Um, Things were not all sunshine and rainbows there in the beginning either because the people there were judging me very hard. Not that I gave much of a fuck anyway, because at that point I was like, you know what? I'm doing this for me. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, what's going to happen? Like, I'm doing this for me. And that's still the mentality that I hold to this day. But anyway, I joined the team and I was like, okay, like things were going okay still. Like, not much was happening for like my mindset or like not much was happening in like my life. Like, obviously, like the relationships that I had talked about before that degraded, they were kind of like rebuilding themselves just because like time does heal all wounds. But I was not okay. I was not okay. So Christmas time rolls around and I was like, okay, like this year, like things are looking up, things are going to get better. And no man, Pam, no man, Pam that year. I didn't get into a car crash and my life did not fall apart, but I got coronavirus. Now this is the time in 2021 where in December of 2021, there was like this huge COVID outbreak. And I was the first one in my family to get COVID. So that meant that I was isolated yet again. I couldn't even take pictures with my family on Christmas Day because I had COVID. I was asymptomatic, thankfully, and I think I had gotten my vaccine like a few months. Like, I had got my booster a few days before I tested positive for COVID. So I was like, okay, like, I'm fine, whatever. But still, yet again, on Christmas time, sorry, on Christmas time, something bad was happening to me. Something that could have very well affected my health. My family got it too, but, but before they tested positive... I was the only one that was positive. So when I was negative, they were all positive. So I was still alone. And this is one of those things where I would ask myself all the time, like, am I ever meant to be happy at Christmas time? Like, am I meant to just like heal from the things that happen to me every single year at Christmas? Am I like just supposed to like heal a little bit from all of the things that happen and the lasting effects of every single Christmas that has come before this. Like, am I supposed to heal from this and then just be brought back down to the fucking ground every single year? And it's one of those things where it's like, I don't really think that these things were happening to me on purpose. I was just like, what? But I would think to myself, like, what the fuck did I do to deserve this? Like, what did I do? Like, I'm always the type of person that I try to be there for people. And when I and when I'm supposed to be, like, happy and enjoy things, I always get brought down to the fucking ground. Like, it was just such a hard time 
And all of these Christmases were just so hard. And, like, every year, like, people caught on to the fact that every year something bad would happen. And they would be like, yo, like, what the fuck? And, like, people, like, would feel for me. Especially, like, my cousins. Like, they were all there for me at every point and all of these things. And it's just one of those things where it's, like, every time that I think of Christmas, I have to think of all of the work that I've had to do. And all of the things that I've had to go through every single year for the past four years, ever since I was 15 years old, I couldn't even enjoy like I couldn't enjoy my teenage years because I lost it all to anxiety. I lost it all to depression. I lost it all to to just these very bad things happening to me. And I know that you can't really understand the magnitude of these things happening because I'm sparing details, but I don't want to implicate the people that are in my life anymore in any of these situations. But like you guys don't know. Or maybe you do, and if you do, like, I don't, like, I really hope that you don't feel this way anymore, but, like, I don't want anybody to empathize with me in the sense that it's, like, you know what it's like to lose years of your life, years of your life, years of potential, become a completely different person than the person that you used to be, have to build yourself up from the ground up, and every single year, you're brought back down, every year, every single year, you're brought back down, it's just, like, what am I gonna do? What am I supposed to do? There's nothing I can do because nothing is going right for me. And I don't know like what happened, but there just came a point where I kind of just gave up. And I was like, you know what? Like I am so like I'm just so done with everything. And I don't know what it is about life, but life comes at you very fast. And while my life came at me very fast in a very negative way, what happened after that last Christmas where I had COVID? came at me in probably some of the best ways possible. Now, I'm going to take a little bit of a break because my camera's about to die and I'll be right back and tell the rest of the story and put meaning to everything that I'm saying. So, in moving back and like just in like digesting everything that I've just told you about why every single Christmas for the past 4 years has just been such a bad time and experience for me and how it brings back such bad memories where do we go from there like what happened after that has brought us to this point because nothing that I've said that has happened in those past years that I've just told you about would have led me to here so what happened so I don't know what it was that clicked in my head or in the world in January of 2022 and beyond But I finally found a sense of self again. You know, I finally found a sense of like pride and confidence in myself again that I had not experienced for so long. And above all else, I felt like I finally had a place in the world again, in the place where I never, ever thought that I was going to find it. And now that I look back at it, it was just like the dream said, everything that I needed to know and everything that I wanted to know was in the place where I never thought I would find it. And I remember one day, like, just waking up and thinking to myself, and I was listening to this one song. It's called My Blood by Current Joys. It's this really sad instrumental, but I was just thinking about it. And I just thought about everything that I had been through in the past few years and how the point where I was at in my life now was so different and how I was genuinely happy. For the first time in years, you guys, I promise you, the first time I was genuinely happy and I didn't feel like I had something looming over my head for the first time in years in years and I remember just crying 
and crying and crying and crying and crying so much that day because I was like, I finally become someone. I finally become someone. I am somebody again. I am a person again. I am not just. I am not nothing anymore. And I guess in retrospect, I was never nothing, but I always felt that way. But once I had gotten to like the final part of like my senior year of high school, I was like, I finally feel like somebody again. I am somebody. I felt like I was part of a group. And just when I was starting to enjoy everything that was going on in my life, I graduated. Now, you would think, oh, something, something's coming. Ba- shut up. Nothing is coming. Nothing is coming. Nothing is coming. Thankfully, nothing is coming. So after high school, I got a job at a cookie store that I'm not going to mention the name of because I don't want to get in trouble or anything with these people. But I worked at a cookie company for the three months that I had before I started my other job that I one that I'm working at now, my main job. And in that job, I just learned so much about like myself and not only about myself, but like about how the world works in the sense that you can be from so many different backgrounds and still end up in the same place. But I feel like what I learned the most that summer was that everything like everybody is on a different like you all meet up with someone at the same place and you're all gonna go different paths and that's okay and it's like not everybody's path is linear and mine was far from it and i remember that summer i that was kind of like my spiritual reawakening in the sense that i had so many dreams that were like prophetic in terms of like you are protected you are like i don't know like you like the pain in my life was just It was not meant to be repeated. And in moving forward to now, one of the things that I've learned to practice the most is gratitude and gratitude for what I have. I there's not not a day goes by that I'm not grateful for the fact that I don't feel that way anymore. For the fact that I have not one but two jobs and the opportunity to not only have a show like this, but to do things in my daily life and in my social life and in my professional and in my personal and just in my life in general that I never would have thought possible years ago. When I was 15, you guys, I'm not even 20 yet. I'm 19. These things happened not even four years ago. And just look where I am now, right? And so it's one of those things that it's just like this concept Sankofa, which the concept literally, like the word literally means go back and get it. And now that I look at the place where I'm at now, I look to my past. And while I never want to be that person again, I never want to be in that place again. I have to live through it and heal to move on. I can't hate Christmas forever, you know? Like, there's going to be a good Christmas eventually, right? Like, there has to be a good Christmas eventually. Like, in order to not, like put myself or not I never put myself in that situation but in order to never be in that situation again I have to go back and live and just let just let myself feel everything feel all of the pain feel all of the guilt feel all of the sadness feel all of the grief for the person that I used to be and will never ever be I'm never gonna be that person again I will never have the same fire that I had all those years ago again I'm never gonna be that person again and in noticing that I'm able to create a life for myself that is like is better than what I could have imagined even back then and I'm not saying that like oh I had to go through the things that I went through in order to get to this point because I don't believe in that bullshit at all I don't believe that you have to suffer in order to become someone great 
I don't think that you have to suffer in order to find success. But I had to. Not I had to. I did. I suffered like nobody's business. I thought that I was like taking everything in stride. And it was so obvious that I was in so much pain. And I think the lesson that I want everybody to know, because now I think about that time and I don't feel like if you would have asked me a few years ago about like everything that I'm saying, I would have cried already. I've gotten close while recording this, but I would have cried already. And it would have been to the point where I was like, I can't like talk about this anymore. Like, I don't want to like, I don't want to revisit this anymore. Like, I can't do it. And now I can. And I guess the message in me sharing my story and saying how now like I'm in such a beautiful position in my life. Like, I genuinely love my life. Like, there's obviously things that I want to better, but there's nothing that I hate. There's nothing that I dislike. I love myself again in a completely new and different way than I ever have before. And I guess everything that I'm trying to say all leads to the point that everything is temporary. And I want you to take that in a good way, especially if you're going through something right now. Everything is temporary. The bad things that we go through in our life are temporary. The good things that we go through in our life are also temporary. As much as it fucking sucks, trust me. As much as it sucks, the good things in our life go away too. But there are always things that remain. And I want you to know that if you are here right now and you're listening and you are here on this earth with me today or whenever you're listening to this, you are permanent. You are still here. Yes, our lives may be fleeting, but you and what you have created and what you will represent in the future are permanent, right? The good things and the good memories that we have gone through are also permanent. And the bad things and the things that we learned through those experiences are also permanent. So what I want you to know is that if you're going through something now, feel it, go through it, acknowledge it, ask for help, go through it. There's no way that you can ever heal and move on and become something different and become something more beautiful than what the situation that you're dealing with right now. Nothing will ever, you'll never get to that point until you go through this. You have to. And I know that it sucks. And if you are going through something right now, I feel for you. Trust me, I do feel for you because I've been there, done that time and time again. But you have to know that you have to, that you're going to have to go through it and that you will get through it. You will get through it because past that is new. New that you can take power over and create new. It might not be better. It might not be worse, but it will be different. And that's okay. And that is okay because eventually once you move on and you see that like you've gone through it it's like wow like it was not meant to be forever pain is not meant to be forever anguish fear sadness is not meant to be forever we are meant to move on and grow and i want you to know that if you have gone through something in the past don't just forget it forgive but never forget i have forgiven so many people In my past that have been through all of these. I have forgiven them. But I'll never forget what happened. Because what happened and the things that I've learned are for me. I have learned through all these experiences that I will never be back there again. I will never, ever be back in that situation again. Because I will never let anybody else dictate what my worldview is supposed to be. So much so to the point where if that's taken away from me, that my life will fall apart and that I will fall apart. That will never happen to me again. So, again, I want you to know 
that the bad in your life is temporary. What you're going through now is temporary. And I also want you to know that there's people around you who genuinely want the best for you and that will be there for you every single step of the way for you to get through what you're going through. Trust me, if you're going through something right now, leave it in my comments. I will leave you a word of advice. One thing about me, when you need me, I am there for you 100%. I will ask you every day, how are you? How is this? How's that? I will be there for you. I promise you that it's not meant to be forever. Christmas has not been the same for me ever since this, but it will never be that again. It will never be that pain. It will never be that sadness. It will never be that fear. It will never be that hatred. It will never be any of that again. And I just hope that one day, um, once every like once everything is said and done, I will reach a point of true peace with the subject. Because I know that this year I'm still thinking about it. Like I'm not I like I'm at peace with everything that happened and I've healed, but I'm not free from it. And I don't think I ever will be. You're never free. Like, I guess from your trauma, like your trauma will always be there, but it's how you handle it. And I think that's what's changed for me. Like I have changed how I handle things. So again, I want you to know that nothing is forever. The bad is not forever. The good is not forever, but always know that everything that you've gone through, you have like, once you've been through it, take it with you and create something better, create something more beautiful, create something stronger and create something for you. That is all that I have for today. Thank you all so much for watching, for listening, for supporting. If you've made it all this way, I have so much appreciation for you for just making it all this way and just hearing me ramble and rant to talk about so many things that have happened to me personally that may not even pertain to you at all. You may not even care about it, but if you've made it all this way, thank you. I love you. Happy holidays, and I'll see you all next week with a much happier, much brighter episode. But until then, bye.